Uh, this time each and every Friday, every Arab Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in uh, Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas for Eschanan. Parshas for Eschanan, according to the Chinuch, contains... 12 mitzvos, 8 positive, and 4 restrictions. Let's not forget, this Shabbos has a special designation. It takes that designation from the Haftorah, and that is Nachamu, Nachamu Ami, the Navi Yeshaya, literally promises consolation for the Jewish nation and the Torah portion of the week, Parshas Eschanan, literally embraces the Jewish people after their experience of Tisha B'Av. I just wish to begin by dedicating today's Dvar Torah, wishing a Rafua Shlema to Chaim Nasan Ben Esther, a complete and total Rafua Shlema. Now, as I was saying, interestingly, last week, Shabbos Chazon, we had but two mitzvos, and both of those were directed towards the judges <clears throat> within the community. Here, in this week's parsha, we have the basics and the loving embrace of mitzvos, such as <clears throat> the mitzvah of Shema Yisrael, namely the oneness of God, the Ohafta Es Hashem Lukecha, the mitzvah to love God, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, which connects the Jewish people to Hashem, the mitzvah of reciting Shema every morning and every night, tefillin of the hand, tefillin of the head, the mitzvah of mezuzah, and the parsha concludes with the prohibition against intermarriage. What a rich parsha! In addition, today is a very special day. Today is Tuba'av, the 15th day of the month of Av, and the conclusion of the long opening Mishnah at the fourth chapter of Ta'anis tells us the following, that first it goes through the tragic events of Shavasa Batamuz, and then the tragic events of Tisha B'Av. But rather than end on a sad note, the Mishnah concludes with the teaching of Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, who says, tovim li There were no happier days than Chamisha Asar B'Av, the 15th day of Av, and Yom HaKippurim. And on these days, and we don't usually look upon Yom Kippur as a day of Shiduchim, of making matches and working our way towards marriage, but on Yom Kippur and on today, on Tuba'av, the girls would dance and the boys would come and that would ensue in Shiduchim, in please God, matching up 
the boys and girls, leading to marriages within the Jewish people. So the Talmud in the Gemara Tanis on 30b says it's understandable that Yom Kippur is such a happy day because after all this is the day that we receive slicha umechila atonement and moreover it's the day that we receive the second set of tablets luchos shneos the first ones were broken and the second ones Moshe brings down on Yom Kippurim. however to Ba'av what kind of a special day is this and why does it lead towards Shiduchim? So the Gemara gives us no less than six different answers to this question. The first one is, this is the day Shehutru Shvatim Lavo that the tribes were permitted to intermarry. What does that mean? It means that specifically we were taught regarding the daughters of Tzlavchad, that they who had no brothers and inherit their father and get land in the land of Israel, as the members of their tribe approached Moshe in Parshas Masay and said, wait a second, if these girls are going to marry men from other tribes, then the land of Manasseh will eventually go to the other tribes. Moshe agrees based upon the divine response and says, ladies, you've got to marry within your tribe. This law of a daughter who inherited her father had to marry within her respective tribe, the Talmud tells us was lifted on to Ba'av based upon the uh, diuk, the understanding of the Torah that says specifically, Zeadavar, this is the law which was spoken to and in regard to Beno Slavchad and not for future generations, thus increasing the pool that girls have those who inherited to marry men from any tribe. Hence the response of Shiduchim on this day. Secondly, the Talmud tells us that there was a very tragic event in Jewish history whereby in the book of Judges, the book of Shoftim, not Parsha Shoftim, but in the book of Judges, chapter 21, you have the sad incident of the Pelegish Begiva, whereby there was literally a civil war in Israel against the tribe of Benjamin, and they took an oath at that time, saying we will not allow our daughters to marry men of Benjamin which for all practical purposes would have meant the end of a tribe. Once again, this vow was lifted the next generation on to Ba'av. The third phenomena that took place on to Ba'av is, Rabbi Yochanan teaches, the day on which they stopped dying in the desert. As a result of the sin of the spies, Hashem said that you will spend the next 40 years in Eretz Yisrael. 600,000 men between the ages of 20 and 60 were to die. They died literally every year, the Talmud tells us, 15,000 of them on 
the night of Tisha B'Av. Literally, they dug their own graves. And in the morning, they didn't know who would be dying. In the morning, Moshe would say, Okay, arise, those, the living from amidst the dead, and those who woke up that and got up on that Tisha B'Av morning knew that they had another year of of a lease on life. In the last year, the 15,000 that were left again dug their graves, said goodbye to their families, and expected to die. They did not die that night, and they repeated it for the next several nights, thinking they had miscalculated, until they saw the full moon on the 15th of Av, Tuba Av, and they realized that Hashem had, A, forgiven them for the sin of the spies, B, uh, forgiven them and allowed this 15,000 to enter the land of Israel, and hence the celebration. The fourth phenomena which occurred is, the Talmud tells us, this is the day that the king of Israel, Hoshea ben Elah, removed the roadblocks that Yeruvim ben Nevat had placed, forbidding the Jewish people, the ten tribes over which he became the king, from going Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkos to Yerushalayim. He was afraid that if they would go to Yerushalayim to the Pesach Migdash, they would join with Rechavon, the king of Yehuda. So he forbade the Jewish people of his ten tribes to go. These roadblocks were lifted on to Ba'av, hence the celebration. The fifth factor which occurred on this day was that this is the day that the Haruge Betar, the hundreds of thousands of Jews who died in Betar as a result of the Bar Kokhba rebellion against the Romans in approximately the year 135, the Romans were so mean, they did not allow the Jews to bury their dead. This maintained itself for approximately two and a half years. And a miracle occurred. Hatov, God is good. Shelo hisrichu. The bodies did not decompose and give off not only a stench, but disease. Vahamitiv, and God is good, that nitan lekvura, they were ultimately given to burial. This took place on to Ba'av. Interestingly, our fourth blessing of Birkas Amazon, Hatova Metiv commemorates this event. I don't have the time now to connect the dots. You might want to talk about it at your Shabbos table this evening. Why we include in the Birkas Hamazon, thank you Hashem, not only for the food, not only for Eretz Yisrael, not only for the kingdom of David and the Beis Hamikdash, but for this miracle of the Haruge Betar. And the sixth phenomena which occurred on Tuba'av is that this was the das, last day that they accepted 
the donations for wood that would be needed for the Mizbeach in the Beis Hamigdash. The wood had to be especially dry and devoid of any worms, and therefore this being the midpoint of the summer, the 15th of Av, after this day, it starts getting cooler and you can no longer accept the wood, it being more worm infested and the celebration of having the sufficient wood for the um, uh, Karbonos in the Beis Amigdash is the last point. What might be a common thread that goes through all these phenomena? I'd like to suggest something that I heard years ago driving in Eretz Yisrael. And I was so excited. It's not pshat, but it's beautiful drash. And that is as follows. In the L'chad Dodi that we're going to say tonight, so the paragraph begins, Hisna'ari me'ofar kumi. Shake off the dust from yourselves, the Paiton is saying, the poet is saying, Rav Shlomo Akabitz, to the Jewish people, Kumi, arise, basically speaking about the future, when Moshiach is going to come, and our uh, redemption is close by. Livshi Bigdei Sefarteich, literally, Dan, put on your clothes of splendor, my people. That's the literal interpretation. I'd like to share with you what I heard, and it's beautiful. And that is, Livshi Bigdei Sifarteich, literally, Don, your clothes of splendor, colon. What are your clothes of splendor? Ami, my people. When the people of Israel is connected to the land of Israel. That is the splendor of the Jew. Nachamu, nachamu, kolin, ami. When our people are together. Remember, Loalinu, we sat on the ground, right, less than a week ago, on Tisha B'Av, because of sinas chinam, because of the divisiveness within our people. We pray for ami, the togetherness. And that's, I believe, an interesting common thread that goes through all. The first two had to do with expanding the pool of marriages, right? Benos Slavchad, the uh, incident of Pilegesh Begiva, Binyamin. Now listen carefully. The Talmud teaches in the first chapter of Brachos, whoever literally makes happy and gladdens and participates in the joy of a bride and groom, it's like they built one of the rooms of Jerusalem. Why? Because by building Jewish families, you are literally building the Jewish people, you're building Jerusalem. It's one and the same. And therefore, the first two, which focus on on a greater chance of creating Shiduchim was responded with this day being a day of Shiduchim. The third point, namely that they stopped dying in the, um, in the Midbar, so once again 
it shows that God forgave them for their sin of turning their back on Eretz Yisrael. Just as Yom Kippur marks the time of the forgiveness of the sin of the golden calf, here we have forgiveness for the sin of the spies, the Maraglim, which was a turn of their backs onto the land of Israel. Once again, the Kedushas Eretz Yisrael is being united to the people. The fourth one, namely, removing the roadblocks, is very clearly the whole purpose of Eretz Yisrael, is to bring us close to God, which took place especially on Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkos, and therefore Kedushas Ha. Makom of Eretz Yisrael and the binding of the Jew to his land is what ensues therefrom. Number five is the burial of the Jew in Eretz Yisrael. In the Kino that we said on Tisha B'Av of Sion Halo Tishali. So Rabbi Yehuda Alevi says so powerfully, Chayim Shamot. Avir Artsecha, literally the life of your soul, the infusion, the literally oxygen for your soul is Avir Artsecha, is the oxygen, the air that we breathe in Eretz Yisrael. The commentaries say it refers to Tchiyas HaMesim in Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara Baba Basra tells us in Kuf Nun Ches 158, Avira to Eretz Yisrael. Machkim, that the very environment of Eretz Yisrael gives us additional wisdom and so an, an additional connection. We try to have a connection to Eretz Yisrael by living there. But there's even that additional connection of a chiperad maso amo of being buried there. And finally, the last one of the wood, giving the final touch, so to speak, to the Beis Amigdash, the ultimate purpose of Eretz Yisrael. The parsha ends with Losis Chatein, the prohibition against intermarriage, which is literally the antithesis of what we've been speaking about. Just know that Lo'aleinu, intermarriage affects not only the persons, the individuals involved, that are unfortunately disassociating and disconnecting themselves from Klal Yisrael, from the community of Israel, but it has a negative effect upon the community itself. Therefore, a reminder to all of us, the strength of our Jewish people comes. Nachamu, nachamu, ami. When we are united as a people, and therefore, I wish everyone a very special, exciting Shabbos Nachamu that we should each participate and enjoy the connect, connection with one another, the love for one another, the love for Eretz Yisrael, which in turn is going to help us bring about speedily in our day the ultimate Geula. Shabbat Shalom to all. JM in the AM Friday, Erev Shabbos Nachamu, Erev Shabbos Parshas V'Eschanan. Big thank you to Rabbi Yudin. It is Tuba'av. That's right, we're celebrating Tuba'av here at JM in the AM.